For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Good afternoon, everybody. It is Isaac Signs here with the Pro Football Chase Podcast, January 17th. And on the line for an interview today is Rams offensive tackle Kyle Murphy. Now, to give a quick bioblast of Murphy, he was selected in the sixth round by the Green Bay Packers in the 2016 NFL Draft. He played his college ball at Stanford. And uh, since then, he was actually signed to the Rams practice squad on December 29th following his stint in Green Bay. Now he's with the Rams as they continue on in this playoff push. So first things first, Kyle, thank you for taking the time to join me. And how are you doing today? Well, thanks for having me on, Isaac. Uh, Doing pretty good, man. Just finished up meetings about... I don't know, 20 minutes ago, O-line coach let us out a little early so we could grab our food and stuff. Um, so feeling pretty good. Usually Thursdays are our longest day of the week. Uh, we put the pads on today and got some hitting in there and got after it a little bit and got some good work in. So good to get that in, just watch the film and saw all the corrections and everything. So I think everyone's feeling real confident and real healthy and feeling good going into this game this weekend. Kyle, you're just in your third season, yet you've experienced the ups and downs of an NFL career as you've dealt with some injuries, some sudden changes, right, as you moved on from Green Bay. Now you find yourself in Hollywood. With all that being said, what have you learned about yourself as a person and player now that you're on your second team? You know, I think it's just like, you know, when I was on my first team in Green Bay, it's just, you know, trying to pick the brains of guys that have been here for a long time, have been doing things right, 
have had success on and off the field and kind of just figuring out what plan and what process day in and day out, you know, hourly, daily, weekly, what you have to do to really become the best player you can be and really just implementing that and in a day-to-day life. And, you know, you talked about the ups and downs and had a couple, you know, pretty significant injuries the last two years. Um, you know, my first year in Green Bay, I guess I could call it, you know, a pseudo red shirt year where, um, you know, I was on the 53-man roster, but um, only dressed for three of the games over the course of the year. Um, I got a few snaps here and there, but was really more of a kind of getting my feet wet, learning how things worked and everything. And then, um, you know, year two, a couple guys got hurt. So it gave me the opportunity to start the first three games at um, both right and left tackle, actually, against some good competition. And um, I sustained a pretty significant foot injury in that third game. And then um, another ankle injury following um, this last preseason. So um, just kind of, you know, I thought the first injury might have been a little fluky, I guess, because I've been a relatively healthy athlete. Um, really my whole career going through college and Pop Warner, high school, all that. So, um, you know, the second injury particularly, I really was able to sit back and kind of break down my, you know, the kind of things I've done in the weight room, on the field, kind of just how I move, certain muscles and joints that you have to strengthen, um, you know, as long as, work, as, well, as well as working with people that, are really knowledgeable in the, the field of, you know, your body and, you know, what you should be putting into it and all that. Um, but, you know, at the same time, you know, I was really trying to, you know, keep my head around football when I was rehabbing these last few months and, and kind of get my mind and, and body right for the next opportunity that I, that I knew I was going to be able to have it at some point. Um, and to be able to come to the Rams, you know, right as the postseason started and kind of, you know, end the year right um, with a good team and kind of, get back into the swing of things football-wise is, uh, you know, I couldn't ask for anything anything better. So you've just talked about uh, the injury aspect of it, and, you know, obviously they're a big part of the game. Unfortunately, you see players like yourself all the time endure different types of ailments that keep them sidelined for long periods of time. Now, I do know that you work with Will Allen, a.k.a. the cell coach, for your oh, yeah. physical and mental health. Can you speak a little bit about the impact that he's had on your career in the NFL? Huge, huge. Will is a he's a great guy, very knowledgeable guy. Um, you know, you have to really sit down with him and kind of and kind of hear him speak and kind of talk one on one and kind of figure out what's going on with you. Um, I first got introduced to him through my agency rep one sports. Um, it was about what was that? Probably about three years ago. Now it was right before my combine. Uh, combine training uh, 2016 um, and you know just talking with him it was a very different way of looking at um, you know supplementation kind of the foods you put in your body um, just you know, like you said the cell coach you know he obviously looks at things on a cellular level whereas you know a lot of nutritionists and and you know sports people when they, when they try to refer you to supplements and all that you know obviously look at the bigger muscle functions, kind of how it's going to affect, you know, your squat and your power thing, your lifts, your runs and all that. And I think it just makes sense that, you know, focusing on the really microscopic aspects of your body uh, biologically um, will help, you know, not only on the field and, you know, your physical traits, but also mental traits as well. So I've, I've felt huge benefits. Um, you know, I've probably met with him 
20, 30 times over these last few years. Um, you know, he spent some time in Green Bay, actually, you know, saw a game out there and was able to work with me uh, last year when I was kind of going through my injury. Um, you know, little little bits and pieces here. You know, he's a guy that, you know, you communicate with him and he gets back to you super quick and makes adjustments. And, um, you know, I, I've, I've been able to tell the difference on, um, you know, his recommendations about foods I take and um, different his proprietary blends and stuff he makes kind of custom make for your own anatomy and all that. And I think that's really the biggest part of it is is finding something that works for you um, because there's no really when it, especially when it comes to putting stuff in your body, there's no cookie cutter approach even for you know us football players that everyone likes to label as meatheads and you know kind of just you know work out big guys. Um, eat a lot, work out a lot and all that, you know, there's a lot more that goes into it. So, um, you know, my initial impressions were like, wow, this guy's pretty smart. I don't know where he learned all this. And, you know, he has, just has extensive background and his own studies, clinical studies, kind of just personal experience, seeing hundreds and you know, thousands, I think probably of clients over the span of many years. Um, so I think just trying to, I've always been one of those guys that's very interested of, trying to stay ahead of the curve when it comes to things that can benefit me. Cause you know, the business of professional football is very, you know, your body is your job. So, um, you know, talking with him, I, you know, I really kind of believe in the stuff he does and I know a lot of others do as well. So, um, you know, couldn't be, couldn't be any more thankful for Will and, you know, all the help he's given me these last few years and looking forward to continue working with him going forward. I know him, been able to uh, talk with him. Seems like he's a very knowledgeable guy, what he does. So that's good to hear. Now that we're speaking about nutritional diets and health for you as athletes, I know you just mentioned about Coach McVay letting you out to get your dinner. Now, do they provide you all with your daily meals there at the facility? Or are there certain health nutritional diets that the team gives you? Or what is that like to help keep your body functioning at the highest possible level? Yeah, you know, they got a good, real good spread. Um, you know, breakfast, lunch, dinner every day, all the healthy snacks and nuts. And, you know, even they got the healthy cookies and the healthy shakes and coffees and all that. Um, you know, and they, we got a great nutritionist, uh, Joey Blake. Um you know, very knowledgeable and kind of sets that menu day in and day out and, um, you know, keeps a good variety of kind of making sure guys are interested in the food and it, you know, it doesn't get too old after a while. I mean, this is only my third week here in LA, so it all seems pretty new to me, but, uh, no, I do a great job of providing us with that. And, you know, you have the resources there to, to, you know, get a plan, sit down with him and, you know, kind of, structure stuff out but i mean in all honesty it's all super healthy food they give us and um you know i think it's vital to the success of the team um so you know just trying to be on your diet and in fueling your body is is huge um so you know we have all the all the aspects here of uh, you know shakes after workouts and um, all that good stuff and being in beautiful Southern California, there's a lot of really good chefs out here and a lot of good different restaurants. So I'm trying to pick one every few days to kind of see the area around here to kind of get some good Mexican food or some good sushi. And, um, you know, cause there's no, no, no place like LA with the, the culture and different types of food around. So, um, definitely not too hard to pack on the pounds. <laughs> yeah, I got you, man. So 
Now to the gridiron, all right, because I know you're a, a member of the practice squad there for the Rams. Can you give a little insight about the discipline and protocol it takes to hang on to one of 10 roster spots? Yeah, you know, I think if you're looking at practice squad, um, you know, if the 53-man roster even – when he gets to the off season and, you know, there's 90 man rosters and over the course of training camp and OTAs. And I mean, it's, it's hard to hold on to one of those spots. I mean, there's, there's a lot of guys out there that are, are trying to, to take that spot that, you know, are still working out somewhere and, you know, looking for an opportunity. So I think that just goes back to what I, you know, kind of started off with was just the approach to daily, daily aspect, you know, in the, you know, especially this time of year where, you know, you might have one intense practice over the course of the week and, um, you know, the other days might be more walk through jog through tempo. Um, it's real important to, you know, on those off days to really focus in on those meetings and take those mental reps as well as, you know, spending the extra time in the weight room and on the field and, you know, recovery, getting massages, seeing chiropractors, doing whatever you have to do on a daily basis, not just, you know, when you strap on the pads and, you know, go out there for work. So, um, you know, in order to hold a job in this league is just a blessing in and of itself. So, um, you know, you just got to come to work just like anything else and um, know that, you know, there's guys out there that are working hard, you know, 24-7 to, you know, try to take one of those spots. So you always got to have that in the back of your mind. Not that that, you know, scares you or worries you, but um, just an extra – bit of motivation i guess to you, you know get up in the morning and kind of get after it when some days you might feel a little a little sluggish a little sore a little tight um just know that you're one of the few in the world that you know get to keep playing football at this this high of a level what so. is your uh, typical work week look like there in los angeles how much film do you study on average would you say oh man i mean i would say you know, in the, in the course of meetings, you know, we break down a lot and, you know, watch a lot as a group, particularly the O-line. So I would say, um, you know, it's just straight film. We probably watch, you know, over the course of from Monday through, you know, Tuesdays off. So I'd say Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, we got to get three hours of filming uh, a day as a, as a O-line, maybe probably call it four hours. And then um, usually get an extra hour hour or two on my own at nighttime so you know it, it probably gets up there in the you know close to 20 hours or so um and you know me being a newer player i've tried to dive into the ipad a little bit more than i probably would um just because you know trying to catch up with the techniques the terminology kind of just how things are done here because um you know everywhere's different every o-line coach is different every you know type of plays are different so um, you know, that's definitely part of the job and it's something, you know, you learn to enjoy doing and learn to love doing. Um, you know, I, I, I can think back to as far back as my freshman year of college, and, you know, you're hanging out with your buddies and, you know, you just got out of foot, you practice an hour ago and you just ate and, you know, everyone has their iPads out, and, you know, faces in the film kind of seeing what they did at practice and kind of just want to evaluate themselves. And, um, you know, every once in a while you even see a, receiver watching some o-line d-line one-on-ones or um you know vice versa you know some big guy like me seeing what the receivers are doing just because it's a you know having a curiosity about football and kind of 
just loving the game and, you know, watching that. I usually have NFL Network on and ESPN on in the background. Um, so, you know, I try to get away from football every now and then and kind of, you know, you got to have a little bit of a release and, um, you know, kind of unwind. But uh, for the meantime, yeah, I've been watching as much film as I can and, you know, trying to look at the plays and all that and trying to catch up. So, um, no, it's been fun. Now, following up on this film study, right, and, of course, on the practice squad, you're called to emulate opposing offensive tackles that your defense is going to face on a week-to-week basis. How does that aspect of watching film on other tackles, other offensive linemen in the NFL, how does that help you become a better player and learning those tendencies as well? Yeah, you know, it's, you know, when you're on the scout team, typically one of the defensive assistants or so, that one of the guys that have really broken down the film of the opponents will kind of give you some, you know, maybe pick one or two guys and kind of give them some tendencies that maybe they'll have to um, make it more realistic for the D-line for the game. Um, but in general, just watching good football players or um, – you know, even sometimes guys that are having trouble against certain players or or anything like that, you know, just it just expands your knowledge and watching people do certain techniques. And, you know, everyone obviously is built different, has different strengths, different weaknesses. But just the more you can watch, the more you can learn, the more tools you can add to your toolbox, um, which will really in turn make you a better player. So, um, you know, each – each coach and, you know, each system kind of has their way you want to do things. But at the same time, every player is going to have a little bit of unique style to their play. Um, you know, their stance might be a little different. Their hand placement might be slightly different. Um, but, you know, you can't watch enough football and you can't um, pick enough about what guys are doing. Um, I know people think offensive linemen are kind of just – big sumo wrestlers out there kind of just getting in front of each other and, um, you know, try not to get run over. But um, in my opinion, it's, you know, it's one of the more unnatural things you do and really in all of sports, um, you know, having to sit down low and kind of work backwards um, while someone is kind of running at you and trying to get past you. Um, so there's a lot of things, you know, you're constantly learning. Coaches are constantly learning. Um, and, you know, I've, I mean, I've watched a lot of film over the last few years of just you know film way back you know sometimes they they'll throw on the clips from you know six seven years ago and the film looks a little pixely and a little, a little fuzzy but yeah. you know you still see some of the, the the ogs doing it back in the day um so you know you can never watch enough film and you know learn kind of tricks of the trade was there a specific tackle that played back in the day that you studied growing up, and and if so, what are some of those techniques that they specialize in? Uh, you know, I mean, it's you know when you're in college and you kind of start getting introduced to really you know how to break down film. You try to you know pick people's brains that know a little bit more than you do about the sport. Um, you know, I, and I, I watched some old film on this uh, guy named Jordan Gross, who was a uh, he was left tackle for the Panthers back, uh, let's say, early 2000s to maybe around 2012 or something. I, it, I'm just really roughly guessing, uh, but definitely before I got to the NFL. Um, and, you know, he was a really 
really good pass setter, really, really patient in his pass set, had good quick feet, good hand placement, um, you know, was able to, once his, once he put his hands on guys, the rush was pretty much over. But, um, you know, that's kind of one of the first guys that started breaking down. And then you see guys like a Joe Thomas or um, guy I just play with, David Bakhtiari or um, Andrew Whitworth, you know, is a guy he's in his 13th season here in, in L.A. and, um, you know, been playing at a high level for a really long time. Um, so studying what they do and kind of how quick they get out of their stance and how they can just really break down the defense and, you know, always doing what the things they got to do. Um, so it's, it's really kind of hard to pinpoint, um, you know, anything in particular to one guy. Um, but, um, you know, just one of those things you try to evolve your game and, um, you know, it's not only tackles too, you know, I, no, I'm listed as a tackle and I pretty much played only tackle, but, um, you know, these last couple of weeks I've played a lot of guard reps too. And in practice, I'm kind of just getting in where I fit in sort of thing, uh, with the new team. So, you know, that's been a little bit of a learning experience as, as well, but, um, it's one of those things you, so you watch some of the, the guards on the, on the Rams, you know, Austin Blythe and, um, Roger Saffold, you know, in particular guys that have been doing it all season and um, for, for many years and kind of kick up little little things and footwork, you know, keeping your footwork tight, not taking too big of steps and, um, you know, unlocking your hips at the right time. So, um, you know, just talking about it makes me want to go out there on the field again and kind of <laughs> go out there and practice a couple things, maybe even though we shot off a couple hours ago. So, um, you know, it's just one of those things you just got to love what you do and um, appreciate the little things that the guys do, even though it might not be a super huge, devastating pancake block. You know, there's some things guys do out there where it's like, dang, that really made the play go. And um, just that little extra effort. Uh, so no, that's fun. I mean, I can't, I can't say enough about watching film and, and, you know, trying to learn from other guys. Now I have to ask you, what is it like having to face one of the NFL's most talented defensive fronts in practice every day? I mean, you got Dante Fowler, Aaron Donald, and Dominican Sue, Michael Brockers. How do they help elevate your skill level as a pro offensive lineman? Oh man, I mean, I think it just everyone obviously knows about, you know, Aaron and kind of the the dominance he's brought to the league, you know. When you went, even when he first got in, you know, it's pretty much instant. Um, you know, he was almost he was unblockable force from day one. Um, and then Sue's been doing it for a long time. You know, he's got Brockers and Fowler, super talented guys. Um, so it, it, you know, it obviously elevates your game. It, it has to elevate your game where you're not going to be able to, you know, go out there and give him a good look. Um, and, you know, my, my biggest thing is, you know, a lot of people like to talk about football, you know, get in the weight room, work out run in the off season, uh, you know, even as much as we just talked about of me watching film, you know, as, as much as that helps, you know, you really can't get better at football without playing football. Um, so, you know, obviously being, being out of the game for a few months and, you know, get my feet back in there a couple of weeks ago, you know, I kind of had some rough moments, but um, the best quickest way to learn in my experience is just uh, getting thrown out there and then kind of have to figure it out on your own. Um you know, just so, you know, you see those, see those guys, they all have different things they do. And, um, but it's a, it, it's a battle for sure. Uh, it's not, not easy going against any of those guys. So it's, 
it's fun getting challenged in different ways and, um, you know, hope to try to make them better and prepare them for game day as well. Now your head coach, Sean McVay, he certainly generates plenty of buzz for being a quote-unquote offensive mastermind, which we see it on display every single week. And now we're seeing several other NFL teams trying to replicate the Rams' blueprint by hiring head coaches from his coaching tree. So it's kind of getting a little bit crazy. But can you provide some insight into what it's like playing for him and how he manages to get the best and most out of his team on a day-to-day basis? Yeah, I mean, Coach McVay is, um, you know, everything is advertised. You know, he he has, you know, a magnificent mind when it comes to calling plays and drawing up different uh, schemes and all that. Um, you know, I'm still obviously, like I was saying, trying to pick up the offense and see kind of all the intricacies. But, you know, just standing there on game day and kind of watching the other teams see all this, all this different stuff going on. And you can see some of these, you know, really good defenders almost lost out there and kind of unsure if, you know, the ball's going inside, outside, if it's a pass. Um, and, you know, you see some guys, you know, just wide open sometimes or some gaping holes. Um, so, you know, obviously the kind of uh, plays he draws up and everything are have been super successful and well-documented, but um, you know, the, the, what have really stu- stood out to me in my, what three weeks or so since I've been here is, you know, kind of the energy he brings on a day-to-day basis and the focus and intent that, um, that he approaches, you know, the simplest things of meetings, practice, you know, even his own, you know, personal workouts, you can see him get after it in there in the weight room. Um, you know, you see a lot of the other coaches in there kind of, I don't want to say following his lead, but you know, when you see the, the head man in there, kind of busting his butt, you know, getting to the building super early and kind of very engaged with everyone that's there. Um, you know, he's having a, a fun time and, you know, it kind of, you know, brings out, you know, a good side of everyone else too. And, um, you know, I think just kind of still feeling out the, the culture and vibe of the team, you know, I, I think he does a great job of letting people be themselves and, um, you know, everyone's, I want to say it's a very loose but focused environment um, where people aren't really too, you know, tense or, or anything or, you know, fear and a failure or anything. Everyone's kind of just out there having fun, doing a good job. And, you know, he does a great job of controlling that and making sure people are focused at the right times and, you know, having fun at the right times. Um, and, you know, just to go back to, some of his play calling, some of the, you know, his adjustments he makes, um, you know, he always speaks with confidence, always speaks with conviction um, when he might, you know, talk about something here or there or um, changing something within the play or within the scheme. And I think that really trickles down, you know, when the head man really believes it and everyone can sense it and feel it, it's just going to give everyone else that much more confidence and belief. And uh, I think you can see everyone else can see that, uh, it was one of those things that why the offense and really team has done so great this these last year, uh, really last couple of years. Um, so, yeah, it's great to be a part of and uh, couldn't be happier to play for him. So the Rams, y'all are slated to play for the NFC Championship game on Sunday in New Orleans. What is the mood in the locker room entering a rematch with the Saints? 
I think everyone's um, everyone's ready to get after it, man. I mean, I I wasn't here for the for the first match, and I think what was that week nine? Yeah, week um, nine. There there isn't a whole lot of you know revenge talk, or you know, let's get these guys back in the last game, or um, anything like that. It's it's very you know kind of next game mentality, and you know, looking back at the old film and kind of making the adjustments, but. I think guys are real confident in their preparation and what the coaches have put us in a position, the staff, uh, everyone is, um, you know, they've worked all year to get to this point. Um, obviously one, one game, one game away from, you know, being at the big show. And um, obviously that's why everyone plays and that's why everyone coaches. So I think everyone's really excited to go down there to new Orleans and kind of and show everyone that, um, you know, we got the we got the juice still, and we can you know go out there and play. So um, I'm looking forward to it, just like everyone else that's a football fan is, and um, you know, looking forward to it being a great game. I think we're all looking forward to it. Championship Sunday this coming weekend. Looking forward to it. So again, Kyle, I'm gonna let you go, man. I'm sure you've had a long day watching film. I appreciate you again taking the time to join me on this Thursday afternoon. I just want to let you know that I'm rooting for you, man. I hope that you continue to get opportunities to get out on the field, and for sure I'll be watching you and keeping tabs as your NFL journey continues to unfold. Sweet, Isaac. I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I just got to keep working hard and keep staying on the grindstone, and I'm sure it'll work out. But appreciate the good wishes, man, and uh, thanks for having me on. All right, man. You take care and have a blessed rest of the week. And good luck on Sunday. All right. Thanks, Isaac. Go Rams. All right. Bye-bye. All right. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.